Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Loki Episode 6 of Season 1 for all time. Always. All that and more evidence that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And our producer today is the lovely Ashley Coffin. Sylvie, I mean... Loki variant, I'll accept. Any Loki variant, (laughs) Ashley Coffin. uh, If you're, if you're, again, this is another week where if you're not on the, watching the video, you're missing out. Ashley is in full Sylvie get up and it's awesome. She looks, it is, it's quite good. I couldn't wait. You look killer. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I love, I love the horns. I've been saving this for like three weeks. Like, oh, I can't wait to wear it. (laughs) I love the horns. And, and uh, we were sent those by an Etsy shop, right? Yes, um, I met this awesome guy on Etsy who um, gave us these wonderful horns and is giving us one to raffle off during our two-week Loki run with trivia. So someone is going to win a different version, which we'll have a picture of um, at some point, definitely somewhere, probably later today, um, to see what they could... um, What are we going to do? We're going to... Not a... It's a raffle, right? So yeah. yeah, it's like a micro I wasn't raffle. Prepared for the question. We're going to do some sort of micro <laughs> raffle during Loki so that everybody has a chance to win them. Yeah. So, uh, what is it? Next week and then the week after in trivia, we will be doing Loki specific questions, like all Loki all the time. Yeah, we'll do like the first and half of Loki and the second half of Loki, I believe. Correct. And then after all of that is done on the second night, we'll tally up those two. Um, those two sets of scores and do a raffle based on those and whoever wins the raffle wins the crown and he makes really cool like he has wanda stuff captain marvel and it's a legacy shop new york on etsy all one word uh capital l s and n you know all one word legacy shop new york um and then he's also on tiktok at everything you nerd which is cute everything you nerd yes um all the proceeds of his shop go towards um building foster homes um and he's building a marvel themed one in in california right now and all the money from his shop is going towards that so it's like a really good cause so go buy all the things yeah all the things we all we all need some stuff for this year for halloween there's so many things to be so legacy shop new york is that you said Yep, Legacy Shop, New York. All right, I'm going to check post, it out. Uh, we'll post links in the, the, Add it to the show notes. Chat. Oh, yeah. yeah, show notes. And check out this yeah. episode on YouTube if you want to see Ashley's look. I love yes, it. Yes, this beautiful, very comfortable, very light 3D print crown. Awesome. Very accurate, too. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it looks is. super accurate. Mm-hmm. The color looks awesome. It looks very, is it, it looks like metal. I don't know what it is. It's some. It's some form of plastic. It's a thermoplastic. It's a yeah, resin. it's really, it's soft. It just looks really good. Yeah. So it doesn't scratch my face. Nice. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> Which I can't important. tell it's on. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, well, let's talk about Loki. I don't want to spend all, all we the time. We have been. <laughs> <laughs> not, this, not the variant that's on the show today, but the variant oh. that we... Just the, causing mischief. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I guess we turned to Ashley's Corner first off, because she wasn't able to be on the show last night. What did you think, Ashley, of oh this finale? Oh, my God. I I was definitely blown away. Like I have a lot of questions and I'm happy <laughs> and I'm upset and not upset in a bad way. Um just like a little brokenhearted. I'm so excited we got Kang. When they right. were going over the thing, I was like, no way, no way, no way. And we've been like, I didn't not know. I mean, we've been saying this since 
episode one, so I was ready for it, but I was not ready for it. Mm. I was so excited because I remember <laughs> saying last week, there's no way that they're going to show this they're not big bad. Sorry, everybody. I'm usually wrong. I was sure. And and look at Miss Minutes. You know, she's the voice of Sauron, I guess. I don't know. It was really good. I'm upset that they fought. It really broke my heart because I do think that Loki was being genuine. I'm really mad at them for not mad, but for like, I expected it to go into that scene that we saw in the trailer with him in that like really nice get up and that throne room. And that was like, it was going to be him, but they, I don't, it was such an interesting way to have them kind of turn on him, but not. And then she used love against him. That little Mm. witch broke his heart. It broke my heart. But I also kind of agree with her. <laughs> it was so much like the scene from uh, Age of Ultron when she says, but I need the monster now. And she pushes Banner. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It reminded me so analogy. much of that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the the thing that killed me about their interaction in the in their fight was when like they were, you know, they were locked together. Like every, each of them had a sword at the other one. And she was just like, do it. Just stop me. You got to stop me. And he's like, no. Like that no, no that he gave her was just like, why do you break my heart? Loki show. It, yeah. it was good. It was good. It's really good. So um, good. I don't think he was lying. Ugh, I think they're in some big trouble. I think yeah. so too. I think so too. And that's too. where my questions start to come in. Yeah. Ooh. Well, he went into an obvious different timeline or in a multiverse. She sent him back to the wrong multiverse, right? Since Mobius didn't know him. It's a great question. Um, I, I think so, so as far as we understand it, the TVA exists outside of any particular universe, right? Okay. As far as we understand it until they just did what it. they did. Yeah. Unless the TVA itself has its own sort of universe moving forward in time and can't, mm-hmm. and th- some version of this character, the one who remains, we're going to say Kang went back and took over the TVA itself at some point I mean, before he called that. himself a conqueror. Are people really saying that it's not Kang? Oh no, it's definitely <laughs> Kang, okay. but well, I saw it in the chat. Some like, variant of him is Kang. That? Yeah. Like the idea is that he said, I I've been known by many names. I, I just, his performance, his like he delivery so of good. every line. So, so good. good. It wasn't what I was expecting from no. a Kang. Me neither. And I, I hope that's not the last version we see of that Kang, because I feel like the other Kangs we're going to get are going to be pretty mean. No, yeah. Well, that actor, Jonathan Majors, was already cast in Ant-Man as Kang. Right. Yeah, Quantum Mania. As soon as those doors rolled open... You know, during the live watch, there were like twenty other people watching it with us. When the and the, the, those elevator doors rolled open, everyone was like, "Kang, Kang!" Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I was one of them. Yep, like yeah. I, was, I was typing like crazy. Just hold down that A button. I was like, "Kang!" <laughs> I texted. I was like, "Oh my god, Kang!" I think that was all I texted you. <laughs> yeah, I like. I knew that that was the only the only text I was going to get was because like you had that. And, like, after that, your jaw was just on the floor. You couldn't take notes. Like, Mm-mm. you were just enthralled. Yeah, I didn't... Oh, God. He just like, sucks you in. He really does. Like, Jonathan Majors was just so good. He was so stupid s- good. So how is he not going to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness? Because isn't that what comes next? 
in line? Um, movie wise, movie no. I, that links to this that story. Links to this, yeah. That links to this story. It's going to be Spider Man. Oh, because Doctor Strange is in that. Ooh. That's that's the thing I want to talk about tonight a little bit is like the, knowing what we the know future. now, what is coming, <laughs> and like the multiverse exists now. How many of these stories are going to be multiverse stories? Because we know that Multiverse of Madness is going to tie in. Um, we, do, is Miss Marvel in Multiverse of Madness? No, I don't think so. No, she's in. It's it's America Chavez, right? Yeah. Multiverse of Madness with. There's a few other people in it, aren't they? Elizabeth Olsen. That's right. Mm. Sorry, I'm just trying to like I'm trying to piece it all together. I, yeah, I was like, it's a weird timeline. We definitely know yeah. Spider Man. Well, we don't know all the rumors. Well, Doctor Strange is in Spider Man, right? And so, Molina, uh, Doc Ock is what's Alfred, his name? Alfred, Alfred, Alfred yeah, Alfred Molina is is confirmed to be in it. So yep. it's seeming like they're definitely doing multiverse in Spider Man, and so like. I think that's going to tie in, obviously, Multiverse of Madness. But do we think Shang-Chi, like, could something to do with the transfer of power of the rings have to do with, like, an, an external threat is coming for them and they need to protect mm-hmm. themselves? Will it be a post-credit sequence, you know? Like, is it going to tie in? See, the, this is the thing that kind of scares me about Multiverse, is that we don't know at this point if Shang-Chi or Eternals mm-hmm. are even going to be in, you know, the main timeline. Like, yeah, they're in the, the, the Marvel cinematic multiverse mm-hmm. at this point, right? They're in the Marvel cinematic universe, but are they in the main timeline? Do, does their story even matter in the whole like grand scope? Everybody in the chat is saying that Hiddleston's supposed to be in multiverse of madness, but I didn't see that. I haven't seen that either. It's not we got this covered, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Murphy's Multiverse kind of news story. Um, well, it, it's very likely he is in it. It's just a matter of like, is he now? Uh, it, w- in was, what capacity? Was it announced before now? You know what I mean? Right. I kind of don't yeah. think so. I think Loki will remain with the story he's in. I think the next time we see Loki, it will pick up right where this is in the TVA. And it's like, where's that going to fall in the timeline? Like, when is... When's that show? Usually shows come out in, like, a year? Yeah. So, Hmm. how many of the stories in the next year? We think Spider-Man, we think Multiverse of Madness, but how many of these other stories? Uh, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, uh, What If is definitely pretty tied into it all. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Like, will will any of these stories (laughs) tie into the multiverse? Like, I don't know. (laughs) She's multiversal defense attorney. Yeah. <laughs> Take all of all of your versions on. Well, yep. you say all that and you laugh, but like a lot of people have been speculating that, you know, Matt Murdock could show up in a show like that. Please. And yep. and it's also been speculated that that might be a branch timeline because it seems like that is not going to be canon. At least there's some people are saying we don't really know. Hmm. Um, so if those aren't canon. I don't canon, subscribe to that. But even if they're not canon, they could jump over from a, a alternate reality if the multiverse is real. I hope they yeah. don't just keep doing that. I mean, it seems like we're up for uh, a full phase where that's what's going to be happening. Right. Incursions. Yeah. Which, if we're talking incursions, somebody on this podcast has been talking about incursions for 
a long time as a way to get the X-Men into mm-hmm. the verse. Yeah. Um, actually, this could be your Fassbender moment. I know, moment. oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please. We've been saying as well that it, th- this kind of thing and the variants and the possibility of incursions is a perfect way to bring over the things we like about other universes. Yep. Without yep. bringing everything over, boop, you know? boop, 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 boop. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, Loki finale set the stage for Doctor Strange. Hiddleston's Loki's character is also expected to appear. Marvel has yet to confirm whether or not that's happening. So nothing's, okay. uh, it's all up in the air. Who's that from? The know? Hollywood Reporter. Okay. That's normally a pretty yeah. good source. Well, know. we need to get Feige on the horn. Yeah. So that we can find out. I would honestly be surprised if Loki shows up in the movies. I think it seems it would be weird because he'd be back on the timeline and he's dead and I'm going to be know. disappointed if he's not in Thor, but yeah, I guess you're right. That's a good point. If he showed up in Thor as a Loki variant, which he is, um that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like is Thor Love and Thunder going to be affected by the multiverse? It seems like it should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Jane Foster Thor a multiversal uh, variant of Jane Foster instead of, you know, just the, uh, you know, later cancer ridden version, like in the comics. Ooh. What? Harsh. That, yeah. No. <laughs> cancer ridden. Like, Ooh. I, all right. No, just the, the phrasing on that was a little, it felt a little harsh. Sorry. That's all. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you said what you said, and it's not wrong. <laughs> no, it's pretty accurate. It's, it's quite accurate, in fact. Um, it just hurts. Yeah. It just hurts a lot, is all. <laughs> so, I just, I'm amazed at how much... I, I, I gotta confess, like, I love everything Marvel puts out, really. Like, I, or at least I really like and I get excited about everything Marvel puts out. in, in yeah. some level, On some level. But I've been... Ever since Endgame, I have not been up here at the level of excitement. Like, Endgame was such a huge deal, and everything else has felt like a denouement since then. Like, everything has felt, like, down in energy. And this is the first time since Endgame that I feel so excited. And it makes me excited for the entirety of the multiverse. Like, uh, Like, I'm so excited for every movie that Marvel has coming out, and how it will tie into the story. And... We mentioned it on a previous episode. How cool would it be if we really got to like meet a character on Loki who is going to be a big bad going forward like Thanos was, but instead of just being a glimpse, we really got to know him a little bit. And I feel like we got that with this last episode. Yeah. Well, at least that one. Yeah, for sure. That one. But like that, Jonathan Majors has already had more screen time than Thanos, I feel like. I'm not sure if that's true, but it feels not. feels pretty close. <laughs> well, you know, in, it's in Infinity War, in Infinity War, he had a ton a of screen time. He had more than any of the heroes. He had the most screen time. Yes, it was a three-hour movie, but it was split between like eighty characters. So he had the most screen time, more than any hero did. But I don't know that he had as much as Jonathan Majors had here. This was like forty minutes of screen time. <laughs> nah, it's more like thirty. I mean, if you're saying in Endgame and Infinity War, yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, you're probably right. But does anybody, like, I kind of felt like he was lying still. Like, I kind of feel like our theory about him being locked in there was more true, and the way to get him out was to, like, kill that version of him. Like, I don't believe what he was saying that one bit. I'm on Sylvie's side. Huh. (laughs) That's how I felt halfway through the episode, but by the end, he convinced me. Mm. 
It was his whole see you soon. I was like, oh no, we were right. He was locked in there or something. And now he's free. It's Mm. the new Twilight teams. You get Team Sylvie and Team Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a hard choice. Right? (laughs) I think it's just for the the understanding of the argument. Yeah, Team Sylvie. Not like, who makes you more thirsty? That's a hard choice. During the live watch, um, we were watching the... Like, right before we got to the new episode, we were watching the episode five again. And I, I remember saying in chat, like, how are both of these people so goddamn pretty? Mm-hmm. Like, that's Hollywood for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood, baby. Hollywood, baby. It's Hollywood, baby. I want to memorize every one of Jonathan Major's, like, deliveries in this episode because they're so weird. Like when he says, yep. reincarnation, baby. Like he's just, <laughs> he has this sing song equality and like weird, like speech rhythms and patterns that are such, he's just making, he's making real choices. And I really respect that. Like it's, yeah. he's not just sort of like saying the lines the way he thinks they should be said. He's really digging in and giving every line a lot of character. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which was so different than what we've seen him do. Because I haven't... I, yeah. I think I saw him in one other thing besides Lovecraft Country, and I can't put my finger on it. I, but, uh, yeah, he was... I'm like, I love getting to see actors really show their range with really yes. cool characters. Yes. Especially when we knew, like, we already knew he was going to crush it. I really did. Yeah. I, I love him in Lovecraft Country. But honestly, like, my thought of Kang in the comics is kind of like a stoic warrior type. Not I don't think of him as this trickster imp like we saw him in last night. That's the thing about Nathaniel Richards is there are so many different versions right. of him. Absolutely. Like, throughout the timeline, throughout the multiverse, there are so many different versions of him. There's yeah. so many different versions of Reed Richards. Like... Oh my god, just the the possibilities for this for this actor, for this character, you know, the different versions of this character. Like I'm I'm excited because of his range at what he's going to be able to do in the future with this this particular character. That's why I hope I honestly Ken was like, so is he gonna be the villain in, in Multiverse of Madness? And I was like, God, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I need him to be there in every single property well, from it, here it on. Makes, it makes sense. Well, yeah. even if he's not the villain, like even if he's not the main villain, the fact that the multiverses are at war might have all kinds of knock-on effects that like cause ripples through the timelines and destruction and like they might all be fighting for their multiverses and not even know it. Like he could conscript more people into his battle, just like Thanos did, you know, right. have armies of different heroes and villains going against each other to save their timeline. Oh my God. <sighs> could be so fun. Oh, we could get our own heroes fighting themselves. Yes, absolutely. Even dead heroes could come back to fight against, you know, uh, mm-hmm. our version of the Avengers. Yeah. Oof. Oh man! Like Cap already fought Cap. That was yeah. We already got that. We already got Cap on Cap action. <laughs> I mean, I could always go for a little Cap on Cap action. <laughs> Couldn't we all? They already had him in a Cap's lock. Um. <laughs> no sir, no sir. One thing I noticed that in, in my two rewatches since last night, oh, I'm so jealous. After they cross the threshold. And he doesn't know what's happening. He's so enraptured in watching the story. And I love how he talks about story. He, he mentions the hero's journey, the sort of story circle, Joseph Campbell stuff. And I loved it because he, he 
they say like if if this is all supposed to happen, it's just a game. Like why do we have to live it out? And he's like, oh, you have to be changed by the journey. You have to be changed by the journey. That's that's part of it. And and that is directly from the story circle and the idea of the story. And what I love is once the, Kang has written himself his perfect timeline, right? And in this moment, but he has not heard a story that he has not been spoiled on uh, in in millennia, you know? And yep. so when he crosses that threshold, the joy that takes over him. The childlike wonder. Right. The, yep. the childlike wonder, the joy, but also the fear is is so cool. And But something I did not notice until uh, I, I rewatched it. When they kiss... He gets fully wrapped up in their kiss as a romantic moment. Oh, I noticed that. He was like... He's like sitting behind him going... <laughs> he was me. Oh. He was me. <laughs> I, I got to Ken. I was like, is this weird? He's like, nah. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they kissed, I was like... Oh. Okay, okay, I'm fine. It's a little weird. A little weird. A little weird. Uh, a little yeah. masturbatory, I guess. It felt, like, uh, it felt like when you watch Star Wars and you already know that Luke and Leia are brother and sister. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay with it, but you're like, mm. it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Loving yourself, yeah, it's strange. It's a nar- n- the height of narcissism as a uh, <laughs> Icarus on Icarus, right? <laughs> or what's his name? <laughs> Not Icarus. Who's the one? What's the god? I should know this. I don't know. I'm not the Narci- legends and libations. Narcissus. Narcissus, right? Oh, that makes yeah. that makes sense. We got there. <laughs> we're usually drunk when we do uh, mythology talk. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem is we're not there yet. Not there yet. You're not there yet. Okay. Working on it. So what 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 else what else do we want to touch on in this episode before we get we turn to the chat and see what they've got to say? I miss I'm I like I sorely miss Alligator Loki in this episode. <laughs> Aww. His Funko Pop is the cutest dang Funko Pop I have ever, ever seen. Ever, right? Oh, ever. I need that. I need that. It's cute. I, I, so uh, it, the surprise has been has been uh, done now. But uh, our our friend Blake, friend of the friend of the network, friend of the podcast, one of our regular trivia players, and he hangs out at the, with uh, with us at the trivia stuff. Uh, <laughs> Haley Hobbs of uh, Source Pages had sent him some hats this week. Uh, some some li- hats for his lizard. Sorry, for his not a reptiles. Euf- not a euphemism. Yeah, uh, his actual his actual reptiles. And so this week after our last week after alligator Loki was so beautiful, we had to look online and we found a Loki outfit to send to his lizard, I and think, it's the best. I think this one is uh, is a leopard gecko, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, or is it a gargoyle gecko? Look at Jeff with the big brain. No, just I'm remembering. But he's cosplaying as Alligator Loki, so <laughs> it's uh, so cute. It's super fun. Yes, you're dead on leopard. Leopard gecko, cool. Uh, no, I just downloaded the picture. I'm going to add it in right now. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> that little guy. He's so burdened with glorious purpose. Look he's at him. So burdened with glorious purpose. Aww. He looks pissed AF. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does. He looks mad. <laughs> He's so cute. I missed. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure to put that picture on our Instagram and stuff too, and it's in the Stranded Panda chat as well. Um, but yeah, it's super fun to have our own little alligator Loki mascot cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> mascot cosplayer. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, uh, let's turn to the chat and see what we've got, uh, what people are saying out there. I'm sure everybody has thoughts. I feel like we keep turning back to uh, Jonathan Majors, which is the heart of this episode for sure. But oh. there are a lot of little things that we ha- that we haven't really even discussed. I feel no, like. we need to we need to talk about that intro. We need to talk about the intro oh, of this yeah. episode. Yeah, absolutely. The like oh, so okay, hang on. Somebody said um, infinite. Kataro said, did you like that intro to the episode and what they did with the Marvel logo? Yes. Yeah. I definitely liked it for this episode. And I think that's all it's for. I don't think they're going to do that again. I don't I think loved it's regular, it. but I really loved it. It's just like a dedication to everything that's come before. And like, it's yep. the sacred timeline. It's the timeline we know. And I just absolutely loved that. It just sort of expanded out and became the timeline and it swirled around the little, uh, you know, city at the edge of forever or whatever. Citadel at the end of time. Right. Sorry. Star Trek. <laughs> yep. Yep. And like, not only was it, or rather at the beginning of it, it was all of our, you know, our favorite quotes and, and things that we've heard uh, throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But then there were also like real people quotes in there. Yeah. Maya Angelou and Nelson Mandela and Greta uh, Thunberg. Yeah, Greta, Greta Thunberg. Just like so many important names throughout history or, you know, throughout recent history that we have audio of. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like those important people got to show up in there too. Like it's not just Marvel that's important to the verse. Like it may be all we talk about. I just like that but- Greta Thunberg. I like that Greta Thunberg is confirmed to be in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, she's now canon. (laughs) Does that mean we're all canon in the MCU? Uh, I can't imagine it does, but I guess some of us are. It's it's degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? Like, she exists, so do we. Right, but (laughs) by that logic, we would have had a Chitauri invasion, Yeah, right? (laughs) Thank God they they saved us from that. (laughs) You mean all of this hasn't been documentary footage? I, you know what? Believe what you will. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin your day. S- save us, Commander. You are our last hope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Vermilion One says, My single feedback tonight, more of a question. The multiverse is obviously playing a part, at least two to three more movies or properties. Could the Mighty Thor actually be a variant instead of the Jane we know? Don't know if I'd like that necessarily, but thoughts? Hmm. I mentioned this earlier, that it's a possibility. Um, I don't like it either, though. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think I like it, but it is possible. I need it to be... Yeah, I hope it's Jane. That's the thing, is like... It's interesting, they were able to pull it off with this Loki. They started with a Loki from eight years ago... And they moved him into where I care about him again, and I really like got invested. Uh, but I, I feel like I don't want them to have to do that with every character. I want them to be able to maintain continuity between the characters, at least. Yeah, that we're following. Like they're passing the torch at this point from the old heroes to the new heroes. We're getting new Avengers at this point. Like it's a it's a rotating uh, roster. We need to have continuity of character, persona, whatever. But they all. They also need to have, um, not divine purpose, not, <laughs> not glorious purpose. <laughs> they need to have their own weight and merit in the verse. You know, they have to have a reason, a raison d'etre. 
rather than just being from somewhere else. Well, they have to be a character. And like that's something that Marvel has done very well up until now. And it's something I'm worried about with the multiverse. And I've been saying this. It's like I'm worried that they will do something like, I mean, let's face it, like DC did with Batman, you know, where like, hey, it's Batman. You should care about him, right? Instead of like really giving us meaty reasons to care and to believe he's a good guy and all this stuff. If you introduce a new version of a character, you have to re give me a reason to care about him. Yeah, it's I care about Batman, but hmm. you need to make me care about this Batman. Right. And they didn't they, <laughs> they didn't do that, I feel like, with the with the DCEU, which which is like a big part of the problem that kind of dripped forward through that universe. And the thing with this version of Loki is we all kept saying it for the first few episodes, like, no. Like, they had to break him down and rebuild him in the first couple episodes. You know what I mean? Yep. They had mm-hmm. to break him down, make him humble, and then make him feel lost, and then make him love Sylvie. And, like, all those things were steps in the process of this sort of redemption arc from a Loki that just fought the Battle of New York. Right. That's that's a totally different Loki than the already sort of redeemed Loki that died for his brother, you know? When they pruned him, I was like, I cannot start back at character development for another one. I cannot do this all over again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this to me. I, I, I said, you know, I felt the same way. And then I met old man Loki and alligator Loki and kid Loki. And, and, um, uh, what, what, what is the Thor like Loki called? Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki. I, and I absolutely love all four of them. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'd go to bat for every single one of them. This show was like, they did everything I was scared they would do with variants and time travel and alternate versions. And they still made me care. So it, it's just sort of confirmed in my mind. Like, if you do it right, this is doable. This this multiverse hopping, different <laughs> versions variant thing is doable, and it, you can make me care. A stone hearted continuity freak like me, you can make me care about a variant. Yep, yep. I'm basically B fifteen before her change of heart. You know. Yeah. They're variants. What does it matter? <laughs> this show touched your temple. Yeah, Loki the show enchanted me. Yep, Loki I like the it. show. This, I think this analogy goes no further, though. I think we're yeah. I think it. that's about it. We we stretched that one as far as we could. <laughs> what else you got, Ash? I have uh, Waterfall Angel says was Miss Minutes always working for Kang the Conqueror? Oh yeah. She gives Renslayer some info that he thinks would be more helpful. Mm-hmm. She tells Loki he can put him in a timeline where he wins New York or get the throne on Asgard, and Sylvie that she can have a life of happy memories. But when they go see He Who Remains, he says there's only two options, kill him or run the TVA. Was I the only one surprised to hear Loki call He Who Remains terrifying? I kind of feel like I saw it coming because I knew that there was going to be a betrayal between the two because like, they set that up real far away. Um, that look by the lake, yeah. like he says. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like they set it up there when she's like, you're not, how do I know you're not going to betray me? And he's like, I couldn't. But even though I saw it coming where Loki was like, well, what if he's right? What if we're saving the verse by not killing this guy (laughs) by letting him go? (laughs) Right. 
What if the means justify the ends? Yeah, what if the means ju- do justify the ends? And the the heartbreak that was all over his entire body when they had to fight, when like he had to stand up to her to try to stop her. Like, even though I saw it coming, I still was just like, oh, no, he's never going to be able to love again. He'll never trust anyone again. He can again. never trust. This is what he got for trusting people. And this is going to break him. He should know better to fall in love with himself. He has to fall in love with someone, you know, a little like me. <laughs> <laughs> a little, you know, I'm not as smart. <laughs> <laughs> I can't enchant him, and that's, you know, that's, no. that should say a thing or two about me. Mm, I'm yeah. safe. He needs to lower his standards. I'm a safe choice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. The moment where he steps in front of the blade to save he who will not be named or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it was Voldemort behind the desk. Voldemort? Yep. <laughs> I just absolutely love that moment. And it's just, he's begging for her to understand that he's, he's changed. Oh yeah. And he's crying. Like, I don't want a throne. It's not a throne. I just want you to be okay. I just want you to be okay. And it's like the reason he wants to save the universe is so that she'll be okay. Man, that's a, that's a narrow reason, but I like it. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Yeah. Where is my evil temptress Loki? Evil temptress Loki. I miss him. It's a, it's a tempster. Yeah. Tempster. Kaurai. Uh, Kaurai says, Loki has fully convinced me that Spider-Man will have multiple Spideys, mm-hmm. but also that What If isn't going to be an anthology, but a crazy story about characters transversing the new realities. Yep. Something like World War Z. Something hmm. like World War Z. Isn't that zombies? Yeah, I don't know how that's World War Z. Is that a comic line? No, it's a book originally, I believe. It, it was. I mean, I know I know what the zombies one is, but was World War Z ever a, a run? Not in Marvel. World War Zemo? <laughs> well, Marvel, Marvel Zombies was a, yeah. a recurring thing. Okay. Um, yeah. There's several of those, but... Um, and I think that's going to show up. However... Um, I think, you know, at first we were just, we were thinking that it was going to be like canon, sort of, like canon adjacent in that it's a what if thing and it's supposed to be fun supposition and there's no real stakes to it. But like, I think all that's out the window at this point. Like we saw the multiverse branching out around the Citadel at the end of time. And like there were... I don't know if you guys noticed, but there were like, there were the blue ones, and then there were like wisps of red timelines that were going in there too. Mm-hmm. And like, there were so many different little colors, and I'm like, I bet those red ones are the bad ones. <laughs> like, I've been trained by color theory to know that those red ones are bad. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, um, the, the, the writer in our second ago, right before Kyle Ray, I missed, I missed the name. Uh, mentioned the Miss Minutes thing. This is a weird moment because this does lead me to believe that this version of Kang, he who he who remains, I cannot remember that name for the life of me. Um, Just call him Kang. Yeah, but he's technically not Kang, but yes, Kang. Um, he said Conqueror. Well, he said that's one of the names he's been known by. I mean... I agree with you. He is Nathaniel <laughs> Richards. But Kang the Conqueror is a specific 
instance of him. And th- I think those these these differentiations are going to be important going forward because we're going to have oh just like God. we've been talking about Sylvie and Loki. If we do this mm-hmm. for every character, we say Peter, Peter, Peter for Spider Man. Like we're going to have to start like coming up with these alternate names. But he who remains is at the end of time, and he says, <laughs> "I pave the road, you just walked it." And he, he says it. We had some uh, feedback a few weeks ago that we read where someone was saying like, uh, "What if the reason they survived by the lake was because they can't die? They weren't supposed to die." Right, and when when they realized they were supposed to die, but and we were like, no, that doesn't work because they 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 were going to be pruned anyway. Like that doesn't work with the TVA. That doesn't create variance right. energy, but it does if he who remains is like, oh, I see what I can do now. Go pick those two up and bring them to me. Yep, and like yeah. he just told so so it absolutely makes sense. Whoever wrote that in, you're I think you're spot on. Um, yeah, I think that he saw them by the lake. He saw the love between them and he was like, oh, this actually could work. They could be my successor. He pulled them out of the timeline and like brought them to him. And, he, and so so all that makes sense. But the thing that doesn't make sense is Miss Minutes moments before that offers them lives on the timeline. Yeah. So like it was as if he he had Miss Minutes pitch a different solution and then when they resisted that solution, he he offered them the new one. Now, given his motto about, like, you have to let the journey change you, maybe that was all part of it. Maybe that was, like, he needed to offer them that to make them resistant so that when he had made the real offer, it would be more tempting or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. You, you, you ask for a lot and then settle for what you really want. Right. But it does seem like almost like Miss Minutes was trying to do something different than he who remains actually wanted done. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so, know. So was Miss Minutes working for him is the question. Or like uh, and will and we get Miss Minutes again in in other stuff? That was Waterfly Angel. Okay, sweet. I really want Miss Minutes again. And not just because Tara Strong's amazing. Like I want to know more about that character. Because it's like it's a just the mouth of Sarah. It's a you're reading too much into no, it. No, it's a it's a sentient program. <laughs> like this is this is Loki's vision, right? Yeah, like, this is his Jarvis or Ultron or whatever That's, you want to call yeah. it. Like wait, the sentient is? program, Miss Minutes. Oh, you mean it's he who remains is no the Loki. Sorry, this is the Loki shows Jarvis. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I was confused. Yeah, sorry. I, I know it's. <laughs> You got Loki, you got Loki, you got Loki, two sugars, like, it's just, they're all over the place. (laughs) Okay, what else you got, Um, Miss Ashley? Lee Waters says, I love Major's appearance because it showed me that Marvel can still keep a secret. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm also Team Sylvie here. It felt to me that Kang was needling her all episode to try to get her to kill him. Which gives me serious Star Wars vibes, too. Mm. Oh, man, yeah. Strike me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my only Take plan for 40 million years. Yep. <laughs> We're over at Darth Sidious. We <laughs> <laughs> I am so over Darth Sidious. He is so two trilogies ago. <laughs> okay. So first trilogy. And speaking of keeping a secret... You you complained about this before we started recording, Ashley. The fact that Marvel showed us Loki on the throne 
and they didn't give it to us. Well, let me just say again, lie to me, Marvel. That's amazing. <laughs> that like was a big part of our theorizing was like, well, where's that Loki on the throne going to be? And we had come up with a few possible explanations and it was an absolute misdirect that did never existed. And I love I hate it. When they make me sound dumb. No, they didn't. <laughs> I know, you I didn't sound dumb. <laughs> I put that was so all much into you. that last episode. I know. <laughs> Follow me down this path of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I went down our uh, YouTube comments today because I just haven't had a chance to respond to YouTube comments. So I was just going down responding to everybody. And I was just like reading the ones from episode one and two. And I was just like, Trying not to just respond like, ha, well, you were wrong. Uh, you know, like I was I, trying to be like, hey, I liked the theory. I felt that way, too, at the time. Things like that. Like, I just kept going. Yeah. Down. You dumb bastard. <laughs> you dumb bastard. Everything you said was wrong. Yeah. We're all now dumber for having listened. Uh, I, feel, I feel real 50-50 about our guesses. I think we did a good job. No, we nailed all of it. <laughs> we, I mean, over the course of years, you know, we throw enough spaghetti at the wall and we got the whole plot figured out. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's up there and we got to weave our way through it. <laughs> it's up to you guys, the listeners, to parse through the spaghetti yeah. and find those infinity stones. I've yep. lost the thread. I don't know. I don't think anybody counts whenever we're making all of these theories to be like, they got one right out of 30 this this season. I mean, people were pretty, pretty with the Mephisto thing. So I feel like maybe someone has a scoreboard somewhere. Uh, maybe. I, I still think we should, like after this show, I'm feeling much better about the idea of doing our whiteboard show idea where we like actually try to score the shit. Mama Hale says, what's up with Ravana? Caught her diploma on the wall of their high school saying Rebecca Torment, which is the name she took on in the comics to join Kang in the past. Is Ravana a variant of hers? I feel like she might be some sort of prisoner. That's why she doesn't know anything. Either Kang imprisoned her or he who remains imprisoned her to keep her safe from Kang. She's a mystery to me. Well, the last we saw of her, she said, I'm going to find some, some, free some free will. Yeah. It ties into Liv and Levita Loki saying, where do you think Renslayer went off to as well as Sylvie for that matter? Yeah. Mm. Does Sylvie have a tempad? Can she get back or is she like stuck at the city? Of- she has the tempad. She has the like Ulta tempad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cause that's how she got, that's how she sent Loki back to the TVA. She had right. Um, she opened a door and pushed him through. She had that. I hope that she gave him the other one. Oh no! I guess she has both of them. That's shitty. No, no, no. She gave. They gave. uh, They gave that to to. Oh, to Mobius, Mobius and he left. Uh, But no, she's got the the Uber Tempad. Okay. But no, uh, Renslayer. When she left, she said, "I'm going to find some free will." That was right after she was saying, "Nobody has free will." except for the person in charge. Yeah. Like, she was very specific, saying nobody has free will except for the one in charge. And then she said, I'm going to find some free will. So what is she going to go be in charge of in her mind? Or she's going to reach out to the person in charge and join them, you know what I mean? Could be, could be. But I agree with you. If she does join his fight... I have a feeling she'll always be a person who's ready to betray him to take his throne. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll be like 
I hope they stay to the comics where he's like infatuated with her. And that's why he's kind of kept her around mm. doing his, you know, his dirty work mm. or like being his number one lady. And yeah. she's like, yeah, uh, sure. And I hope like each variant of her rejects him. So he just keeps going for different ones. Oh, I have this whole romantic drama set up. <laughs> I've heard a thousand no's and I'll keep hearing them. I'll keep getting different ones of you until one of you will say yes. One in 14 million. Just to get one. Just to get one. Yes. It was worth it. <laughs> no, that's creepy. Move on. <laughs> What's your last Okay. One? My last one is from Voice Inject, and it says, The benevolent Nathaniel we saw in the Is episode was a MF Conqueror. He weaponized Eliath to destroy the multiverse Ooh, right? and feeds it pruned branches. Yeah. That is evil oh, for sure. already. Yeah. 100%. The ends do not justify the means. 100%. Yeah. And that's the thing I've been saying all along, is whoever this is behind the TVA, they're just the person who won the multiverse battle. They're no one benevolent. Like, yeah. I, was, I was never a believer in the timekeepers. I've been saying since episode one, whoever this is, is just the person who won the, f- who won the war. And, and this is just propaganda right. mm-hmm. about, you know, why they're a good leader. The winners write the history books. Yeah, exactly. And he believes it too. I love, there's a line in this episode where he says, not all of them were as pure of heart as I am. Oh yeah. And it's like you are not pure of heart. You've been destroying as Loki says innocent timelines. Yeah. And he was like did you do you recall? Do you recall when he was talking about weaponizing Elias, he got like real sinister in his delivery. It's like I weaponized Elias. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Like so maybe like a Kang the Conqueror won't be so different. You know what I mean? Uh Maybe he'll won't be so different. He might just be more open about it. Well, this guy was pretty open about what he did. He just didn't believe it was a bad thing, which no one does. That's the whole point. Like the villains. You always think you're the hero in your own story. But he says, we're all villains here. Oh, God. We're all villains here. It's the best. I think that's the best line in the whole episode. I love it. Oh, any other, any other last, last feedbacks? That's it. Let's wrap this bitch up. Let's as Sorry. unnecessary cursing for me to bleep. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Wrap this bitch up. All right. Prodigy, anybody? Nope. Don't know that one. That was a gift for you. <laughs> well, uh, Ms. Ashley, thank you for coming dressed as uh, as Sylvie today. This was super fun. As myself? As Surprise. Uh, <laughs> variant Loki Ashley. the illusion. I know. I have to go do a crown change before the trivia. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, we will be back with you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for following along with this show. We'll do a feedback episode in a few days. Um, and if, if you are, uh, if you found us through Loki, please subscribe, follow along. We're going to be covering what if in a few weeks and a few weeks after that is Eternals. And a few weeks after that, we've got, um, Shang-Chi and then Spider-Man. Out of order. Wait, no, right? No, Shang-Chi's first. It's Shang-Chi and then I the Eternals and then Spider-Man. always think Eternals is first, and I don't know why. Shang-Chi's like September. <gasps> yeah. That's crazy. Like, we have four weeks until What If, and then like seven weeks after that day, we get Shang-Chi. Or not, not seven weeks after that day, but seven weeks after that week, you know, we get Shang-Chi. Mm. And then more... 
of what if will be happening at that point. And then not Hawkeye long after that is November, like two months after that is November when we'll get Eternals. At some point in there, we're supposed to also get Miss Marvel and then also Hawkeye at some point before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man in December. <laughs> so please, please subscribe. Keep keep checking it out. Uh, we will keep the content coming. Keep talking about this Marvel Cinematic Universe in its totality. That's what this show is all about. And uh, if you want to subscribe uh, on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash MCUcast. We kind of threw that out there last week. We're like, if everyone would do a dollar a month, we could quit our jobs. And yeah. like, actually, uh, a, a few of you guys went and subscribed. So thank you so much. So we need more of you. More. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely need more of you. uh, But uh, to to get to that point, for sure. But uh, yes, thank you so much. It is like you do get ad-free and uh, early, whenever we have a chance, early episodes. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back uh, Monday. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.